So you want to make your first million, but let me take a guess of what your day looks like. You wake up, you grab your phone, you open TikTok and start scrolling for 30 minutes before you convince yourself to go downstairs. You then spend 20 minutes deciding and preparing what you want to eat for breakfast. You then sit at your desk and proceed to spend the next three hours watching self-help podcasts, thinking that maybe if you just watch one more, that maybe you'll finally be successful. That is absolute bullshit. Or maybe you're one of those self-help junkies that's a step above. So you wake up at 6 a.m. and you start your 15-step morning routine that lasts four hours. And by the end of it, you're so tired that you need a nap. Ladies and gentlemen, both of these are totally wrong. So in today's video, I'm going to reveal to you the seven productivity hacks you need to make your first million dollars. Now, I want you to know that I'm coming up on my 10th year as an entrepreneur. So I have tried everything, whatever routine, morning routine, all this BS, supplement, biohacking, blah, 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 like I've tried it all. So I can genuinely from the ball of my heart tell you what works and what doesn't work. Now, the first productivity hack is something that I publicly talked about in 2021 when I uploaded a free module from one of my paid programs back then. But I've actually been using this tool for many, many years. And the tool is called Unhooked. Now, here's the thing. YouTube is entertainment. It is not education. And you need to view it that way, because in life you get ahead by applying, not learning. Listen, it is incredibly, incredibly important to learn. Learn as much as you can, but it's far more important to apply that information. Even my videos, I want you to view my videos. When you watch one of my videos, I don't want you to go away and think, oh, I accomplished something. Look at me. I'm so happy with myself. I want you to view my videos as an interesting viewpoint, an interesting perspective from someone who has walked the path very publicly. I've been documenting everything for eight years now on YouTube that has walked the path that you want to walk. But none of it will have any effect whatsoever unless you apply it. Now, the thing is, YouTube is a very, very smart platform and it can be a very dangerous platform because sure, you have interesting educational. But remember, view my content as entertaining. And by the way, I want you to view most books out there in the exact same way, because most books, what it is, it's 15 pages of gold and then 300 pages of fluff because they can't sell you a 15 page book and people will pay $12 for that, even though it's really only 15 pages that are valuable. But listen, that's just the way the world goes. So as long as when you watch my YouTube videos or when you read a book, you look at that as entertainment, as downtime stuff. Really, the only thing that I would consider proper learning is when you know exactly what you need to do and you're educating yourself on how to do it. Let's say there's an aspect of your online business or your online career that you know you need to work on in order to get ahead. Well, then immersing yourself in that specific topic, that's education. Just watching a podcast or reading a book because you think that it might be useful to you, that is very dangerous. And you need to look at that as entertainment and not education. So getting back to YouTube, there is some amazing information here on YouTube. And in fact, some educational content here on YouTube that will help you fix a specific problem in your life. You know, let's say, for example, you're running a marathon. The best thing you can do, of course, is get a coach that's going to work with you. Maybe even get a paid program that's going to go, hey, here's the plan. In month one, you do this. Month two, you do this. Month three, you do that. 
But if you don't have the funds to do it, well, then you can learn a lot on YouTube. But that is real intentional education. You're going on YouTube and you're going, hey, I want to learn the scaler or I want to complete this thing. How do I do it? Can I get as much information about this thing? That is intentional. Whereas when you go on the YouTube home feed, that's not intentional at all. All that the algorithm is doing is just trying to pull you in and try to grasp and try to take your attention. So that's why I've been saying for years and years that people need to download Chrome extensions or applications like Unhooked. What it does is it hides a lot of the things that are unimportant to you here on YouTube. So on the settings, I want you to turn on hide home feed. So that way, when you go on YouTube, you won't see your home feed. I want you to turn off the side recommendations so to hide the video sidebar. And I also want you to hide the comments. So the only thing that is left is your subscription box, because once again, you need to be very, very intentional with that of the people that you subscribe to. And once again, your subscription box can be a place for light entertainment. But I don't want you going on the home page. And now all of a sudden you're recommending a video that you think is going to help you. But once again, it is not intentional education. Now, I also want to make something very clear. I am literally shooting myself in the foot by telling you this, but I don't care. I want you to get ahead in life. And by the way, if that means that you watch less of my content or what happens for a lot of people I've noticed is maybe my content is beneficial to you at a beginning stage in life. And then you get to more intermediate and my content is a little less applicable. And the funny thing I've seen is once you actually get to an exceptional stage of life, my content becomes relevant again because you start to look at what I'm saying and the viewpoint from a much different perspective of someone who's already made it. And now you can kind of start to understand why I say the things that I say. So really, the reason that I want to make all of this clear to you is that you need to be extremely diligent with where you put your attention. So the first productivity hack is I want you to download Unhooked and get rid of any stupid recommendations, no stupid comments, no sidebar. Reclaim your attention and your focus. Now, real quick, before we get into the next part of the video, I get so many people asking for specific Q and A's about business, about how to start your online career. And I'm going to be honest here on YouTube. I don't really speak to people's specific situations and on my personal Instagram. Like for me, that's just like a joke. That's just where I post like photo dumps from trips and holidays and life basically. But that's why I created a separate private Instagram page called Talk with Eman. It is entirely free and that's actually where I aim to do a Q and A. So answering you guys' questions once a week. As I said, it's free. So a lot of weeks I miss it. I'm human. I have a lot of things going on, but I try my best to do weekly. So if you ever had any more business specific or making money online specific questions, go ahead and follow that account. So the second and probably most important productivity hack is that I want you to plan the day the night before. Now, I know it sounds too simple to be true, but that's why most people don't do it. You know, there's something very special that goes on overnight when you have set your intention. You know, when you go into the day with true intention, when you set your intention the night before, something very special happens while you're sleeping. I've definitely noticed that. Now, it can be as simple as three tasks, three main things for the day. Now, back in the day from 2016 to around 2019, 2020, when I was really driving the business forward, I didn't have the leadership that I have in my different companies and the business partners and the CEOs that I have in my different companies. I used to plan my day hour by hour. So literally hour by hour, what am I doing? These days, of course, I've got my calendar, I've got my assistant and things are penciled in. But apart from that, I like to free flow. For me, the most important thing is looking at my calendar, knowing what I have the next day put in place, whether that be important business calls, important meetings, certain uh, duties that I need to tend to. And for me, it's as simple as writing down three to five things I need to accomplish that day. It's that simple, but I promise you it works. So try it tonight. Tonight, just very simply write three to five things down 
tonight before tomorrow starts and you'll see your brain starts working overnight and you go into tomorrow with real intention. Now, the third productivity hack is to wear the same outfits. Now, hear me out. I believe that when you leave the house or let's say you're doing, uh, you know, you've got a meeting or you've got some recording or something like that, I believe in dressing the part. Now, by the way, dressing the part can mean different things to different people. I like to dress smart casual. So when I leave the house, a lot of times I've got a blazer, maybe blazer, trousers, you know, some smart casual shoes. Sometimes I'm even wearing suits, you know, for meetings and stuff like that. Now, I feel like if I came and recorded YouTube videos and I was wearing a suit, people would just find that a little strange. Or, you know, when I've got my Zoom meetings, I feel like that would be a little strange because I don't have a physical office that I need to go to every day. So dressing the part can mean different things to you. And I definitely believe that in my early younger years, dressing the part and actually overdressing, I used to overdress pretty much to everything, really helped me because when you're young, some people will already try to discredit you in business. So if you're there with a, you know, a hoodie and big graphic tees and this and that, you're not doing yourself any favors. So definitely, especially when you're younger, overdress. But when you're home, you know, when I'm home and I know that all I have is some Zoom meetings, I've got calls all day, stuff like that, I pretty much wear the same thing every single day. Now, variations of it, most of the time I don't wear big crazy colors when I'm at the home. For me, it's simple. It's the same few pairs of jeans slash trousers, pretty much the same shoes and the same brand t-shirt in various different colors. And this really just makes your life a lot easier. And we're gonna get to another point that I wanna talk about a little later on, another productivity hack, but it's just something that you no longer need to think about. When you've just got a simple brand of shoes that you wear at home, and by the way, I know this sounds funny, but I personally prefer to wear shoes in the house. I wear shoes in the house. And the reason that is, is because, because I don't go to an office, I feel like when I'm wearing shoes, I know that, okay, it's time to be serious. Because for me to walk around the house with like flip-flops or sandals or shoeless, I feel like that's stuff I like to do when I'm not working or I'm in my off time or whatever. But when I'm in flow, when I'm in the zone, I like to wear shoes in the house because for me, it just means that, okay, I know I'm doing some serious work here. Make sure it's not sweatpants and make sure it's not sloppy clothing. You know, take yourself seriously. Now, when you have external meetings or even if it's a Zoom call, then you can kind of dress up a little bit more depending on the situation. But when you're just at your computer for eight hours working, grinding on a singular task or a few tasks, and you know, you're not really interacting too much with the outside world, just have sort of your plain uniform that you go to every day. Now, the fourth productivity hack falls in line with the same philosophy as the last one, you know, this whole philosophy of consistency. So the fourth productivity hack is to meal prep at the beginning of the week. And what you want to do is you want to have the same meals for the entire week. Now I'm in the fortunate position where I have a full-time chef in pretty much every single one of my homes. You know, obviously if I'm traveling sometimes and I'm staying in a hotel in a different country, it's a different story. But apart from that, I have that luxury. And that was something that I was always really looking forward to once I started making serious money. But well before that, when I was first starting out my businesses, at the beginning of the week, I would meal prep the same breakfast, lunch, and dinner for the entire week. In fact, actually back then I didn't even eat breakfast. I was doing intermittent fasting for a few years. Now, what I would do to keep it a little bit more interesting is each week I might cycle a different thing. So like each week the breakfast or the lunch or the dinner would be different. So I would cycle that week to week, but day to day within that week, it was all the same. Now, I genuinely think way too many people look at food as leisure or some fun thing. But listen to me, unless you're on holiday, you're retired or you are rich as fuck. Food is fuel. That is it. Food is literally just there to fuel you. Nothing else, nothing more. And day to day for me when I eat food, because I still don't really eat exciting food. I pretty much just lots of meat, fish, 
healthy fats, lots of avocado. Day to day when I'm eating that, all I see is fuel. Now, when I go to restaurants, it's a totally different story. Then you can eat for enjoyment. When you're on holiday, once again, totally different story. But day to day, all it is is fuel. And maybe this is kind of my Russian side coming out. You know, I'm from a place in Russia called Dagestan. And I grew up there for the early part of my life. And I guess in Russia and Dagestan, like food is just fuel. Like we don't, we're not very romantic about food. I don't know if you've ever had Russian food. Maybe some Russian people would disagree, but it's, it's not very tasty. It's just it's just practical, that's all it is. So just make sure food does not take up a crazy amount of your life. Meal prep at the beginning of the week and just make sure it's the same food for the entire week and then the next week you can cycle to something different. Now the fifth productivity hack is another one where I'm shooting myself in the foot and that is I want you to delete TikTok right now unless it has a direct correlation to your line of work. Listen, if you're a short form editor, or let's say you know, you're an affiliate marketer for a certain product and the way you do that is through short form content on TikTok, or let's say you get leads through your business through TikTok, which very few people do. So let's say you are the one in 50 people that actually makes money through TikTok, then of course don't delete it. But if you're anyone else, you know, 49 of those 50 other people, just delete it. There's no point for it whatsoever. This is just another thing that is here to rob your attention. And that's it. That's really it. And listen, you may even be following me on TikTok. And the funny thing is, I think I got to 1.5 or 2 million followers on TikTok without ever having downloaded the app in my entire life. My team just posts a bunch of stuff. If right now, if you wanted me to create a TikTok, I wouldn't even know how to do it. Like I only downloaded it three or four months ago because I'm like, okay, this is crazy. We're getting like 200 million views a month on short form between TikTok and uh, Insta Reels and What's the other YouTube shorts? So I was like, you know, maybe I should download it and at least every once in a while check in and kind of understand the platform and what people are posting. But once again, that is related to work. So listen, I am deeply honored if you follow me on TikTok, but like, just don't. The small benefit that you get from short form clips on TikTok, because as I said, that's entertainment more than anything. I mean, the wisdom is great, but the issue is the little upside that you get isn't worth the complete downside. Cause you know, maybe you see one of my TikToks and it's great and you get a new perspective, but that's one TikTok out of maybe 10 BS ones and 10 BS TikToks that take you into a mental spiral that you don't wanna be in, nor should you be in. So that's number one. The other thing is I want you to mute everyone on Instagram. Now, I understand for a lot of people, Instagram is sort of like their social CV, whether that be dating, whether that be career. Listen, I'm not gonna lie, Instagram is important in today's day and age, but that doesn't mean you need to watch everyone's stories or everyone posts. Like I pretty much have, I would say, 90% of people muted on Instagram. Cause to be honest, I just don't give a shit. Like unless it's like a close friend of mine or, or like C-suite level of one of my companies, like really top managerial people in my companies, the CEOs or CMOs or whatever. Like I just, I don't need to know what you're doing day to day. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. And you need to have that exact same focus and that exact same protection around your attention. Now, the next productivity hack is to create a simple three-step morning routine. Listen, most morning routines are absolute BS. And by the way, I was one of those people who used to have that 10-step routine that would take four hours. So by the way, when I say all of this stuff, I'm not judging because I've been there. Like I told you, I'm coming up to my 10th year as an entrepreneur when I first made my first penny online. I have done everything. I've tried everything. So I'm not sitting here judging you. I'm just trying to relay really what actually works and what's fluff. So when you see all of these 
15 step morning routine, blah, blah, blah. And by the way, when you see all these morning routines where they wake up at 5 a.m., it's all BS. Wake up whatever time you wanna wake up. It doesn't matter, trust me. Now, here's the thing. If you have work or you have school, then yeah, you should be an early riser. I'm sure most of you guys know I dropped out at 17 because I was already making crazy money. I had an employee, like I had a proper business. So I dropped out of school at 17. I also had to take care of me and my single mom. So, you know, my life story was a little different. But before that, when I was still in school, I used to be an early riser. I hated it. I'm not really a morning person. I hate it. But for me, it was getting those early hours of working before school and those early hours of exercise a lot of times before school that really helped me make sure that I got important things done. So if you fall under that category, then yeah, of course, maybe waking up earlier makes a lot of sense to make sure that you get everything done always. But listen, if you're not in that category, wake up whatever time you want. I've used to wake up at 5 a.m. I used to wake up at 6 a.m. I used to wake up at 7.30 a.m. Now I wake up at 8.30 because I also spend majority of my year in Dubai and most of my employees and most of my team are in America and Europe. So for me, it doesn't make sense to wake up at 5.30 knowing that I have calls most days up until 9 p.m. Most of my leadership calls start at 5.30 and end at 9 between the different companies. So find a simple three-step routine. You know, my old routine in London, uh, let's say, for example, three years ago, I would wake up at 6.30. I would do a little bit of journaling while drinking a coffee. And then my personal trainer would show up at my doorstep. We'd walk two minutes to the gym and I would start my training session for the day. That was my three-step morning routine. Now my morning routine is a little different. I wake up and the first thing I do is I go jump in the cold plunge. So I go down to my home gym garage. I jump in the cold plunge. After that, I have a shower and get ready. And the third thing is I make myself a coffee and I sit down at this desk and I just have 30 minutes of me time. I just jot down ideas, vision for my companies. I look at my overall corporate structure, my investments, where my investments fall into within my different entities, within my different holding companies and my different trusts. And as I said, it's, it's a lot to manage these days. And then I get started with the day. So whatever fits best in your life. Now I'm very lucky where I train at 4 p.m. every day. I like that, that works for me. But back in the day, really the only practical time to work out was first thing in the morning. So just find whatever works for you, but just make sure it's a three-step morning routine. No 10-step or 12-step and nothing that takes four hours. It really genuinely should take you no more than an hour, hour and a half from the moment that you wake up to the moment that you get to your desk and you're getting to work. Now, the last hack may seem simple, but once again, that is the beauty of it. And that is that I want you to lay out your clothes the night before. The worst thing in the morning that you can have is the decision fatigue of deciding, okay, what am I gonna wear today? Now, I've already told you you should have your sort of home work uniform, which is just very simple, very easy to put together. But still, nonetheless, you should lay it out the night before. And you especially want to lay out your clothes if you're working out in the morning. Now, for me, I'm going to be honest, it's more difficult not training than it is. Like, I love training, whatever it is, whether that's running, whether that's boxing, whether that's functional CrossFit training, whatever it is, like, I just enjoy it. But nonetheless, you want to lay out your clothes, especially if that's something that you struggle with in your life or especially if you struggle to wake up in the morning. Trust me, it takes two minutes a night, but it makes the morning so much more seamless. So ladies and gentlemen, I say all of this with love, because as I said, I have tried so much stuff, and especially in my early days, I saw so many things that I thought were important to success, and they just weren't. So this is just me being honest of what has worked for me over the last 10 years and what hasn't. I hope it was useful to you. And as always, I'm watching from afar, and I'm rooting for you.